Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. You're listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. Got it. I feel like if it was really smart, if it was really that AI of the future, that it would know to have recorded us on the last meeting. Because we had some juicy stuff, don't you think? Yeah, you would have just gone. I, I know y'all think you're not recording now, but you need to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It we would, can do that. Yeah. It would tell us, well, 10 of those words you just said were trending, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, so you oh back in Kakalaki? I am back in Kakalaki. And I'm back in Kakalaki for a while. Good. Oh, that is so good. Oh, my God. Though though I had a, you know, my brain is just fried at this point. I got to just be honest about that. Um, Yesterday, so if you all follow me on Facebook, you know that I came back to home with about a half bushel of corn from Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Oh, nice. Beautiful corn that had just been pulled that morning. Do the dew still fresh on it? So you can't just leave corn like that laying around. You got to process it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I was whooped from being on the road for nine plus hours on Monday. Then Tuesday, I was working over at the shop. Yesterday was running errands and then that was the first I could do of getting this corn blanched and in the freezer. Mm-hmm. And then I went a little bit crazy because my freezer is full of things that I need to can. So oh. then I went, I'll just go ahead and do the strawberry jam. That'll be okay. That won't take long. <laughs> so then I clean all these jars and I put them in so I can boil them and, you know, sterilize them or whatever. And, uh, oh, strawberries so easy. And then I look in the cabinet. I ain't got no sugar. Well, I've got, you know, a little bit of sugar. So I went, all right, I got to go. I'm going to go over and get some sugar over at the Save More. So I went out, got sugar, got back. And and it, I don't know why it is at the beginning of canning season, I never remember how hard, how much time it takes and how hard it is. <laughs> I just like, well, it's just like, I don't know. It's, I think it was maybe a gallon of strawberries. How hard can that be? Well, it was hard. It was a whole lot of stirring and stirring and stirring. But I made this, and I've been doing it now for a couple of years. I call it drunken strawberry jam. And the secret that I learned about the jam, not only is to cook it to 220, instead of just guessing by dropping a little bit of it on a plate and see if it's going to set. You just cook it to 220. It's not, you know, it ain't rocket science. So the secret um, is a candy thermometer, right? Exactly. That's the secret. And to have one and to use it. So once I found that out and to put a little squeeze of lemon in with the strawberries and it just kind of brightens up the flavor. And then I dump a bunch of Irish whiskey in it, too. So so cook, it cooks, it cooks. It took forever to cook. And in the meantime, my husband 
went outside and he picked a whole bunch of the last of the elderberries for the season. And he came in. I said, are you trying to kill me? <laughs> so by then, my brain is fried. He said, I'll pick them over. Don't worry. I'll pick them over. Well, he picked them over. And then, of course, I had to clean them and put them in tincture. So I did three quarts of tincture. I did 12 pints of strawberry jam, plus blanching about a half a bushel of corn and getting it all in the freezer. And my brain was just fried. And I have in my calendar that I'm supposed to be doing something in about three weeks in Tennessee. So I went to the event page on Facebook and they didn't have me listed coming to this event. And I thought, huh, well, maybe. Okay. so then I contacted them and I said, I'm just confirming that I'm not going to be at that event. And a friend of mine, who's the one who invited me, contacted me and he said, you know, you you were going to be in Scotland and you couldn't come to our event. I was like, oh, that's right. That's right. I was supposed to be in Scotland then, but we canceled that trip. So uh-huh. here we are. And it's just because my brain is fried because I'm just tired, tired. Well, you, you've got that, the divergent lives. You've got the life on the road. <laughs> Farmer on the road. That's it. Farmer on the road. And, and then you come back home and it's like you get a little bit of culture shock or shell shock or just oh. ge- geography shock or something. I dig it because I split my time, as you know. between more than one place and i'll think to myself well that's just a weird feeling you know wake up where am i today (laughs) yes exactly exactly i don't mind it though on the on the way back from that new york trip we were listening to a cd of the best of john denver one of the songs was leaving on a jet plane oh yeah i remembered how the first time i heard that when i was a kid I just thought that's the kind of life I want where I'm just picking up and going out on the road and doing stuff. And I thought, and all you can do now is complain because you're gone all the time. So you need to just straighten, straighten yourself out. You got what you wanted, didn't you? And I did. I did get yeah. what I wanted. I, I still like traveling in theory, but the older I get, the more I want a mattress off the ground. I camping is not like it used to be. I'm telling you that that is the truth of it for me too, yeah. and I'm I'm kind of proud of myself when I can get up and you know get down and get up on the ground, but it's not easy. Mm. It is not easy at all. I've got myself one of those cots, camping cot kind of thing. It folds up, and I I saw it and I thought, well, now that's neat. I could do that. And you lay your sleeping bag across it, you know. And if you if you're really high tech, you go and you get one of those little sleeping pads that's about yay thick about an inch or two thick and you lay that first and then you lay on that and you know what that thing was so heavy and awkward yeah i keep there's got to be a better way and i know and i have explored the options but i i tell you the best way to camp is off the ground in the back end of a truck well something like that Every time you talk about the way you used to camp, it just makes so much sense to me. Uh, even 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 breaking down camp, which is generally a real chore because by then you either don't want to leave or you really want to leave. But either way, you want to relax a little bit and you're tired and and you find yourself having to break down camp. Well, the last thing you do is pack your vehicle. 
right? That's generally the last thing people do. Well, if you have a truck tent, the way that you do that is you just take the rods out of the truck tent and take the cords off of it and it collapses down and it is a per and you have perfectly sealed all your stuff. Then you just drive on home. I would drive home and I would just put it put it away in the driveway. Right. Yeah. And so it completely saves some steps. And it just yeah. makes so much sense. You know? Well and there are times when I'm traveling and I and I decide I'm gonna bring the minimum. Because I just yeah. want, don't want to be bothered. Mm -hmm. And then I get there and I'm like, oh, but I want my comforts. I yeah. want my, where, where's my battery operated fan when I'm going to sleep? I mean, so my special pillow. Yeah, well, I've got, you know, I sleep with a little tiny flat pillow. Oh. So I've got one that's, I know, it's crazy, but I must always have. I like a little bitty pillow. So you. I've got one, I've got one at Weird Mountain. I've got one with camping stuff, and I've got one here that I sleep with all the time. I know it's crazy. That makes people, sense to me. People make fun of me about that all the time, but I don't care. I like a little flat pillow. You it's must sleep on your arm. Well, that I don't know. That doesn't feel comfortable to me, but the little pillow does. Little tiny flat pillow. It's good. It's easy on my neck somehow. Interesting. Do you when you fly? Do you take one of those U shaped? I don't. Next things. <laughs> I don't. I, now I am pretty hardcore with my flying. Are you? Because I don't. I don't care what seat I'm in. I mean, if I'm traveling to Britain, and it's going to be a seven, eight-hour flight, mm -hmm. then I want to. I want an aisle seat because I'm going to have to pee at some point. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I don't care where I'm seated. I don't, I don't care about any of it. Of course, now I'm like double masked up and I stay that way. And I know I always get tomato juice when they come around and say, what do you want to drink? So that I yeah. have something that's, you know, got some solid nutritional value. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't care about any of that. But I'm traveling by myself, too. If I was traveling with people, you know, I'd want to sit with my people, but I don't care. Gone are the days when... I would fly. I don't care if I ever fly again. Well, I'm flying twice more this year. I'm flying up to the Pittsburgh Witches Ball, oh, which ought to be fun. Thanks. Uh, they're flying me in for that, and they're flying me into Dayton, Ohio, uh, for uh, Dayton Pagan Pride. Dayton Pagan Pride. <laughs> <laughs> So that's good. Now they've already booked me. The group booked me for that one for for uh, Pittsburgh, but I got to do that other one. I mean, they'll pay me back, but I got to do the booking. And I swear it's hard to fly out of Asheville. It must be. It is. It is because, well, it just is. So, do you would you rather fly out of Greenville or Knoxville or something? Well. Charlotte? I would rather fly out of Greenville, but that means I got to pay to leave my car down there, or I got to talk somebody into driving three hours, basically, well, not quite three hours to take me to the airport and back. And I just, I don't like doing that. Yeah. If I'm that. going just for the weekend, mm -hmm. um, I don't mind paying for parking because the level part, you know, just not parking in the parking garage, but just in the field. And it's not too bad. I think it's like $10 a day or something. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, at that point, it makes sense, I guess. Yeah. You could. I wonder if you could rent a car one way. And God. That would, yeah, I know. Yeah, I just can't imagine. Yeah. I looked at renting a car for this big trip I just did, just in just in case I, you know, I decided I wanted to do that because it is a lot. I mean, we traveled about but more than a thousand miles. Wow, and that's putting wear and tear on my vehicle. Yeah, this that's um, for sure. And yes, it's a Toyota, but but anyway, it was going to cost like six hundred dollars to rent a damn car from Enterprise, and I just went, "What the hell with that." See, that's why I say, I, um, unless I can just get there on a broom really fast, then why would, why would I even want? There's so much around here that I still haven't seen or done that I want to do. That is, I need yeah. to take. I need to stay around here. Some is how I feel most of the time. There's plenty to do around here. God knows. That's true too. I I do like the thought of traveling, and I and I remember when I used to travel. It was some of the most fun times of my life. I got all these stories and stuff. Yeah. But right now, it just feels like time to settle in here at the mountains. Just yeah. settle in somewhere. Well, and, you know, as, as I keep saying, every time I go anywhere where I'm teaching or preaching, I am saying we are living in parlous times. Yeah. And, and we are. Yeah. And one of the perils of our parlous times is that people can't drive worth a damn. <laughs> and they will just go through a red light. It's 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 beyond the, well, have you ever heard of turn signals? It's this thing. It's a stick that sticks out. You could use that. It's gone beyond that. People just, they disregard stop signs, red lights. They just, they're just going. Mm. And, and it's, um, you know, it's hard to keep your eye on everything at once. Yeah, yeah. You know, you are a good candidate to come to one of the current residence shows because we, we, as if we had any right now, We, but we have a song called Asheville I-26 Blues. Oh, and, my God. And there is a part in the song, there's a place in the song where, Selby will, will have a little stop and microphone will get pointed at somebody and they can just vent and bitch about traffic. And it is hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> it's good therapy too. So. Oh, I wonder if we can get... I would um, love that. You know I would. I got all venty the other day on uh, Facebook because this ad came up. You know how they do. This ad came up from a company called Nesting Dolls Realty. And I'm just calling them out. Nesting. And it was an article about how to build a house on the side of a mountain. Oh, I saw it. I was like, you, you damn idiots, don't do it. The answer to building a house on the side of the mountain is don't. And especially don't allow somebody who's going to build you that house. And then they're going to disappear and go out of business. So when that house falls down the damn mountain, because it was some... <laughs> that thought, oh, well, all I've got to do is this and it'll be fine, then don't come crying to me is all I got to say <laughs> to you. So you come here because the views are beautiful. Oh, and, and the first thing you want to do is spoil somebody else's view by building your house on the side of a mountain. Well, to hell with you. To hell with you. 
Nesting Dolls Realty. That's who it was. Well, who are they? Well, never mind. I don't know, but they're they're a real thing. I looked them up. I have just looked around and just been incredulous. You know, down on Amboy Road, that place where the that builder had all that runoff. Yes. Remember that? Uh, yes. couple, I think it started a couple of years ago. Yep. Well, down down below it now are these little teepee shaped. Um, yeah, little, have you seen them on little stilts? chalets. Little chalets. I had no idea. They call that a campground. Oh, do yeah, it's it's been put together by a couple of people. I don't know if they're local or not, but they're they're renting it as if it was a campground, and they're saying it's a mile away from Haywood Road. And a mile away from River Arts District. And to me, as a native, I'm like, why would you say that? And then I have to remember. I know. know. (laughs) It's like, and it's a half a mile from State Street. Really? You want to tell people that? (laughs) You know, my my good buddy Lynn lives uh, in a place that has been for a long time uh, uh, an outcropping of very, very native people. And now she when she told me she was moving there i said no she didn't she told me she lived there because i didn't know her when she moved here and i said you live where <laughs> she said oh yeah i've gotten a nice little house and i said where and it's just funny to me all those places that is like no i mean my mama wouldn't even let me drive down there after dark it was so rough but yeah it's okay <laughs> you, well, you buy good. yourself a four hundred thousand dollar house there okay enjoy I just keep thinking about River Arts District. I, in my mind, it's always been Rat Alley. Right. Rat and Alley. and the and the what was that hotel down there? The, not the Gray Eagle, because that's a really nice music venue. Uh, oh, down on Cleveland, a hotel. Did no, it it was down down near the old depot. Oh yeah. Anyway, no, I, I it was it was a very unsavory place, and I believe now it's probably. Either affordable ha- housing or condos. I can't remember which. Well, it's, uh, you know, West Asheville used to be worst Asheville. And Still is, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, well, it depends. It's just on, worse in a different way now. I was going to say it depends. <laughs> I think it all started with that, Matt, with that article. And I want to say it was in maybe Men's Health or Runner's Magazine, something like that. And it was interviewing this guy who was, and they were deciding that Haywood Road, excuse me, West Asheville specifically, was the best place in the United States to live if you wanted to walk or run or jog. Right. So, oh, you know, I should do that too. Because is he, are you looking at his face or his body? He's, no, he's it. asleep. He's asleep. Y'all, you can't see it. But Cat Dog is right behind Alicia. And in the pre show, I said, Alicia, turn around and look at him. He's he's washing his behind. Yeah. And she said, I didn't even know he was back there. And as soon as she turned around, he started licking his hip instead. Yeah. And then after he licked his hip, he started cleaning his face. Yeah. Why are y'all looking at me? I'm just having a bath. Yeah. It's because he's doing it backwards, y'all. Do all cats do that backwards and they, they lick their hind end first? And you know, the- cats just got to do got, what cats got, got to do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So we we were kind of talking about. I think we made a comment in the pre-show about it's all media or marketing or 
or something like that. I can't remember exactly. <laughs> I don't believe we use that phrase, but I believe that phrase is per- perfectly accurate. I, I, you know, was, well, I mean, yeah, Alicia and I often, I mean, not even talking about the podcast, but when we're talking, we, you know, we, we ponder what's going to happen in the country. We ponder all kinds of things. And so yeah. one of the, one of the, one of the ponderments was that a friend of mine on social media a couple of days ago had posted something about this new bill that the president just signed. And she just had it flat out wrong. And everybody who came, not everybody, but like 70% of the people who came into the conversation were like, you've got the numbers on that wrong. But the others were like, oh, yeah, just another big tax and span bill, blah, blah, blah. And and people were saying, no, no, it's this, it's this, it's this. And finally, I said to her, well, what's your source on that? And it was the damn New York Post. And uh, she said, oh, and then I reread it. Yeah, that was wrong. But did she print a retraction? You know, even in social media, did she go in and say, all right, I just blew off this whole thing and I was wrong about it. And I, y'all need to know that. No. And I'm just, I'm done with people half-ass reading something and then pronouncements in their social media. Like, oh, well, I half-ass listened to this thing. And now this is what I'm going to say to you about it and get you all riled up. It's like, if you don't have your facts together, shut up. Yeah, just don't say that. Talk to yourself in the shower. That was it. You just reminded me. We were talking about media, marketing, and manipulation. Manipulation, exactly. That was it. And And I want you to tell more about that because you, this is something you have really studied. This is something that's been a lifelong fascination for me once I realized it existed. And I made it a point when I when I went to school and had choice of classes to always take classes that would help me about this subject. And so I, I took classes about subliminal advertising. I took classes about, well, just a bunch of stuff. And last week I saw some things and I, I'm not, I don't feel like getting into the details right now because no, you and me were too to. feisty today for that. And we'd be yelling and hollering in no time. And I'd get, I'd, I, I'd just get too worked up and I'd probably wake up cat dog. But <laughs> I, I saw some stuff was happening in the media or in the news, excuse me, and the media was picking it up. And I went to these pretty popular news outlets to check and see how they were presenting it. And I screen captured some of them because in my mind, I was having this running conversation with you, Byron, about <laughs> it. And I was like, oh, did you see such and so? You know, And it was crazy how opposite they were depending on which way they leaned yeah politically and so everything everything now has been made uh you know political and religion has also snuck into politics and some yes. would say it's always been there but we know what the constitution says about that yes we understand and we know why it says that because the people the European immigrants slash colonizers were coming from a place where religious persecution had been rife for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Yeah. And because of that, 
because of that, I'm constantly aware of what I'm saying and where I'm getting my sources and even my memes because I'm the queen of memes. You are. You are the meme queen. I am. It, I thought about it one time. It's like between that and my photography, that's my legacy and my music. That's my legacy. So, <laughs> but which it's weird, isn't it, to think that memes might be a legacy, but they're kind <laughs> of like a running conversation on what people are thinking. So, I remember when 911 happened, I went when once I had, once I'd gotten away from work. Because I worked for a computer company at the time, and I was out doing training, and I was training at this well-heeled uh, home, and the daughter was deaf, and I speak sign language, so I was able to train her on the computer. You see, and so she had this big TV on, and I could, I could hear it, but she couldn't, and I kept hearing them talk about, you know, the twin towers and. Finally, I just asked her and I got up and I went and looked and found out that what was going on. Well, it, it just kind of it took over everything of my day and I'm sure everybody else's too. But and by the time I got home from the computer company, the first thing I did was go to my computer. And, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and uh, I just kind of went to every news source I could find. Every one of them I could find. And screen captured their front pages. And I kept it. I've got it on Facebook somewhere. You know, and I was looking at the difference between them. And I've done that ever since then, if when I have a chance to, because it kind of reminds me that there are people who don't check sources. They consider themselves too busy or that their judgment is too good. And they've got their opinions. And they really don't want them challenged, is my is my opinion sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and it's just become too easy to casually spout something that you've heard without sourcing it. And sourcing it is important. It's important, as you know, because otherwise, you know what? You get manipulated and you get confused and you get gaslighted. And next thing you know, you don't know what the hell is going on. And all you know is that instead of thinking, you're reacting. Guess yeah, what? you're the one that can go into the cult. You're the <laughs> you're the one that can become one of somebody's soldiers or army or whatever because you're the one that's not thinking. You're just reacting, and they know how to push your button. So, is that paranoid? Maybe. And all all of them do it. Yeah. So it it's not a right wing left wing thing it's, it's you gotta pay attention to where you're getting your information absolutely. and even then even then you can get duped but if you're not paying attention at all yeah. you are just a sucker well you're just too busy and just get quit thinking about news and quit posting about news if you're too busy to source it don't repeat shit just just because you want to continue an audience do like yeah. me and post yeah. stupid memes <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, post stupid memes. Instead, just stay out of politics. Remember that interview with Elvis when he had just come back? Uh, I guess he had been in Germany, maybe, and as a soldier, and he had just come back to the United States, and he was getting these interviews, and 
they asked him some political question and he politely explained to them that, you know, he really didn't feel good about putting his opinion out there uh, because he, he was, yes, he was a celebrity, but uh, he, he, that didn't make him an expert in, in that question. And so it is, and, and I'm really paraphrasing. I'll find the link to that interview. But I thought, why are we not doing that still? <laughs> why are we? Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Says the girl who has a podcast with Byron. <laughs> but but folks, we're not trying to manipulate you into anything. <laughs> well, what no. I mean, I can't imagine what. <laughs> I can't imagine what we would manipulate people into. Is being pr being proud of being Appalachian? I I reckon, or excuse me, or, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, getting to hear the accent that their grandparents had. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I, don't, I haven't heard that accent for a long time. I need to hunt out. I've got some recordings. Our beautiful friend Judy. That uh, you, she asked us to be on a podcast. For Western Carolina, and I say us, and it was myself and my uncle, and he unexpectedly passed away a few years ago, and I've always mm -hmm. going to have a copy of his voice, and I got a copy of my grandfather's voice. He had called and left me a message, and I was using some program on the computer because back then it was dial-up, and, <laughs> and it would knock you offline if someone called and broke in. So this was some program that would allow you to stay online and the person on the phone would get a message and they could leave you a message. And uh, so I've got a, a copy of that. And I don't think I have one of any of my grandmas, either of my grandmas. Uh, so mm -hmm. I've got, I treasure those. I do. So I recommend a digital copy. Of a beautiful voice, if you can get it. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So thanks to people for not giving me too hard of a time for being such uh, so raw last week. I was a little irritated. Well, I, we we both were, and <laughs> as I said to you in the pre-show, I got private messages from people who. We're happy that we'd addressed what we addressed. Yeah. They felt like we did it in a way that was moderately respectful and somewhat gracious, I believe was a word I heard. So, oh, wow. Yeah, us gracious. That's kind of scary. Yeah, <laughs> and moderately respectful, too. Oh, but we are. I mean, we've been trained to be respectful. I know. Even with people we can't stand. That's true. So... I actually do respect quite a few folks that don't share my political views. And uh, there's some folks in the news lately who don't share my political views, but they have conducted themselves with dignity. And in oh, a way I think, that, I, know, I think I know who you're talking yeah, about. And in a way that history will probably be kind to them. Although who the hell knows? <laughs> so, Maybe we'll be, you and I will be ancestors by then, so we can peek in and see how it turned out. Um, <laughs> but I think that that 
there's some hope in the world this week, you know, as opposed to last week when I was just uh, I was mad. And, of course, yeah. me and you would never rile each other up, would we? No, never. <laughs> well, yeah, the problem, the problem with us is we think so much alike and we agree on so many things that it just kind of escalates. And then, <laughs> and then this happened, and then. And I have things in common with you that, that are almost like you must be a relative because these are just values, I think, not to mention some shared probably history in our families. I don't yeah. know. You, you, your family's been here for a while, I guess, haven't they? Oh, my gosh. Literally hundreds of years. Hundred, yeah, and mine too. So there's some things that come come down the line with something like that, and and uh, it's been interesting. Again, I just have to say I can't believe we didn't meet each other. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals.